0: Dot au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dal Gillam, the chief analyst here at Wealth Within. And today I'd really like to talk a bit about making decisions because that really is part of the trader's life. Uh, and obviously traders make decisions about whether they will enter into a trade or exit a trade. And, and that's really what I'm teaching people is that you know really there's only two things that I try to c- control and one is the decision to get in or the decision to get out the rest of it is up to the market but how do you make better decisions and and that's really a topic that is has a lot of depth to it and I'm not sure whether I'm going to be able to cover it all today in, in this one podcast because every day you know we make decisions that uh, that result in certain things obviously we have decisions to you know get out of bed or go to work drive certain ways and every day we're making Hundreds, if not thousands, of decisions, and most of them are are, are quite inconsequential to us in terms of we just automatically make those decisions or choices pretty quickly. So a lot of decisions we make are on unconscious to us because it's how we're operating. But you know, every choice that we make or every decision. Whether it's big or small, you know, it, it, there really is a bit of a formula for making the best decisions that you can have. So when it comes to trading, I find most people like the idea of being a trader. They, and it could be a romantic idea, they like the idea of having more control in their life. They have like the idea of having more choices in their life. But what they do is they fail to make a decision to move forward. And in doing so they're actually making a decision to stay exactly where they are and and they do so out of what i'm i pick up over my 20 odd years of experience is they just do it out of fear and it's the same way a trader does when they're making choices in terms of whether they enter into a trade because at the point of just before you go and push the button to enter into a trade there's always that doubt in your mind about if you take the trade are you going to make money or are you going to lose money and there's that and that comes from fear but you really do need to understand that source of your fear and whether it's valid or invalid and you need to be able to look at your intuition and trust your knowledge and your experience and all too often we find that people in the trading world or people that tell me they're traders and uh, anybody who's been listening to these podcasts for a while that's there's my view of what a trader is and what many people's view of a trader is a completely different. Um, I do find a lot of people, you know, who just have a Comsec account, tell me they're traders when, you know, on a level of, or on a scale of one to 10, when I start asking them what they know and how they trade, most people don't even get to one or or between one and two. Um, In terms of knowledge and experience, just because you buy and sell a share or buy a share at any one time, it uh, doesn't necessarily make you a trader. But really when it comes to looking at making a decision about being a trader, you need to understand that fear as I was mentioning before. And you really need to look at what's, what's likely to happen. And this is about getting information. So in terms of picking a trade, what we find people don't do, and this is so common with people, even people who tell me they've been trading for many, many years, people that have done many courses in the in the past and they come to us, Um, And when I start asking about how they trade and what analysis they do and, you know, what constitutes a good trade for them, a lot of them are all over the place in terms of um, formulating those ideas. They just go, look, you know, I have a look at volume or I do this or I do that and they'll look at the newspapers or, you know, go online and see what's happening online or look at all the broker recommendations. There's a whole range of different ways of doing it. Some will use, you know, uh, a higgledy-piggledy hodgepodge of, different type of indicators or something else i remember i had a gentleman on the phone only a couple of weeks ago and he started talking about you know a couple of things like you know stochastic and a moving average and the way he was asking me uh, or talking to me about them um, i said uh, can i ask you a question and he goes yes and i said well yeah, how much knowledge do you have over these things because what you're doing or how you're explaining them means you don't really understand what they are and he's making decisions based on flawed fundamentals in terms of his knowledge and level of experience in this area but what i find these sorts of people do is they make decisions not knowing what the worst case scenario is and also not planning for it for example you know if you're going to take a trade at let's say ten dollars onto a stock and and you know worst case scenario based on your stop loss strategies and and other exit tools that you if you do get into that trade and it does go the opposite way to what you think that you stand to lose a dollar you know 10 percent of your money and you've quantified that and you know exactly what you're doing to get out and that's your worst case scenario then easily you can allay your fears and go, well that's it i'm comfortable with that dollar if it does actually go against me but what a lot of traders don't 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 do is actually quantify that and they don't quantify down into dollar terms part of what we teach our traders in in our diploma share trading is not only just quantify you know, win-loss ratio, but your profit and loss ratios, but take it one more step further and bring it down to actual dollar terms. And, and it's it's very rare for me to talk to a trader that brings everything down into those sorts of statistics and brings it down to dollar terms. But part of making that decision or making that best decision for yourself as a trader is to know not what the best case scenario is, and this is where I find a lot of traders do. They go, wow, this, you know, this has made 50% in the last 12 months. It's going to know another 50% in the next 12 months. And that's not important. One of the sayings that I have is it's not how much you make in any one trade that counts. It's more uh, what does count is how much you don't lose in any one trade because not losing is a worse sin than not making. Um, After all, if you don't make 10%, you just don't make 10%. But if you lose 10%, you need to make 11% just to break even again. So it's less of a sin to not make the profit, but really need to decide and quantify those losses to help you make the decision whether this is a good trade or it's not a good trade. And decisions are often based on your core values and your beliefs. And, and this is where, a lot, again, a lot of people don't investigate those sorts of things. And by not understanding who you are, you'll make poor decisions. And, and people tend to make more decisions out of fear Um, than anything else and it it really is interesting how people when we're talking to them on the phone is you know they want to be a trader they want to understand trading they want to have that control that freedom that trading can give them but then through their head goes all this fear of well, what if i do your education and i put you put the time and effort into it and, and obviously the investment into that and i don't make it and then all i think about is The fear um, rather than what can be achieved in terms of what the outcome is but again what's the worst likely outcome for that if you you know enroll in our course and you've paid a fee you're going to be learning something there's no doubt about that you will learn something so really what's your downside risk will you be a worse trader than you are today the answer is absolutely not if you go into our course and start doing it even if you only get halfway through it you're still going to be much better trader than what you are right now and that's got to be an upside and if you're looking at having those skills for the rest of your life if you just could make an extra 10% than what you've made in the last 12 months or two years or an extra 15 or 20% than what you've made in the last few years how much is that worth to you in the near future and this is why a lot of people make decisions based on where they are right now rather than where they'd like to be or where they're desiring to be. And we find that's the case as they read books and they think t- having a book will teach them how to be a fantastic trader or they, um, you know, try and attend a free seminar or they want everything for free because when it's for free, then there's zero risk from the money point of view. But then if you're not, if you don't earn your education, you don't appreciate it and, if, and or you don't value it. And if you don't value it, then you won't use it properly. So it's a counterproductive type of decision-making technique uh, that these people have. Um, excuse me for flipping my paper. Um, but the thing is is people also say, Look, I'm gonna chat to my friends and, and those and see what they think about things or they'll chat to their friends about what stocks to buy or what they should do and, and really I, I, whilst I understand that people like to verbalize, those people that you're talking to are coming from their beliefs and their core values, not necessarily yours. But also their perception on what you're talking to them about could be different based on their life experiences. A lot of people I talk to go, oh, they say, you know, oh, the share market's gambling, trading's gambling, et cetera, et cetera. And yet their perception of the share market and mine are totally different. So why would I talk to other people about the share market? And I find all too often people do that. And the, and other, and there's so many people also consider searching online to get the experience of other people. But what I found in these sorts of chat forum type places is you get and I call it the blind leading the blind. and you're seeking external validation from these people about a decision you want to make, whether it's about buying a stock or whether it's doing a course like ours, is you, you're going into the wrong places because these people don't know you and they don't know your your core beliefs and your values and everything else. But you're also getting these people faceless people, that have no accountability or responsibility for the decision that you're actually making. So the best way to make a decision is to really stay calm and get rid of the emotions, whether they're positive or negative, just get rid of them. Over positivity in your emotions leads to poor decision making because we see just pretty much every day of every single week, we get people talking to us on the phone and they've been seduced by some One page, one, you know, on the web, they click on this link and it goes to a splash page, which is just one page of this stuff about how you can make a gazillion dollars from binary options or something like that. And the company is overseas in Cyprus or something like that. And, you know, you lose your money and you're gone. And that's over positivity, but also people make a lot of decision on over negativity. Um, And and that comes out of those fears. So just be really, uh, to get rid of the positive and negative emotions and really have a look at, information that's in front of you and build that step should be to stay calm and be make rational logical decisions Um, do those sorts of things otherwise you'll make the wrong decision because getting better information and this is a, a way to make better decisions. this is how we teach our traders is to gather all the information and build a story around the stock you know is it trending is it a trending stock is it volatile how far is it going to run or uh, you know what kind of downside risk if you do get into a trade how much volume is going through this at any one time is it an emotional stock or non-emotional stock what types of rules work for this stock would do i need to combine more rules what kind of money management am i going to need on this and if you put all that together you start to get a story and you can put a value on that analysis if you just look at one thing and let's say you have 10 criteria and each criteria you mark out of 10 and at that 10 criteria, the best possible trade is to get 100 points if you mark that trade and you mark all those different 10 criteria and you only get to 30 or 40 points you wouldn't take the trade because your analysis based on all that information knowledge etc that you do have is saying to you that that's not a very good trade to take But if you get, you know, 70, you might say, well, I need 70 to make it a good trade. And therefore that gives you confidence knowing that you're making a better decision, not an emotion. Because all too often people listen to the noise of the market and other people, um, as I was saying before, in order to make their investment decisions or their trading decisions. It's very much, it's most, bet, the best decisions are made when you have all the information you need. The sad fact is that when we talk to people, you know, we get people inquiring about our courses all the time and they'll fill in a form and they'll want to get, you know, the handbook or something and then they'll never talk to us or they won't even correspond with us. And I quite, I just find that com- completely amazing that if you're interested in the market, why wouldn't you talk to experts about how you can achieve what you want to achieve? And I just find that astounding because they're not getting all the information. You can't get all the information about our course just out of our handbook because that's just black and white stuff. It's not how we work with you and how we can help you uh, and how we bend over backwards to make sure you're very, very successful. People, and they do it in all sorts of things, they just have a surface look at things rather than really get all the information. And, And often when I go somewhere, whether it be an expo or something, and I'll get all the information, and I'll talk to the people, you know, and and people are are fearful of being sold something they don't want, but how can you be sold something you do want if you're not going to get the information? That's really what I'm saying. So you're better off getting all the information first and then making a logical, rational decision rather than an emotional decision. So to me, it's about what effect is it on you in making that decision or not making that decision. So when I'm talking about trading, it's if I take this trade, what's the worst case scenario? If I don't take the trade, what's the worst case scenario? If I do get into the trade and it goes against what I'm thinking, how much do I stand to lose? Quantify that. So there's a whole range of the decision makings, but I often find, um, and I won't go on uh, in this podcast anymore. I'll do a second podcast on this because this one's getting you know a reasonable time length. Because there is a, a a problem with the share market in terms of making decisions is all too often people are like a kid in a lolly shop uh, when it comes to the share market, not knowing what to look at. And one of the real common questions I get asked on our trading mentor membership, and a lot of people subscribe to the free trading mentor tips. They just go to tradingmentor.com.au and subscribe to the free tips. Begin because they hoping to get me to teach them how to be a professional trader for free, um, and Again, they, they struggle to make that they really want to trade, but then they don't want to dip their toe in the water and actually commit to something in case they lose. But, the, but what I get when they do send me an email, and I answer all the emails in Trading Mentor, and they ask send me an email, they go, I want to know what stocks to buy, or what, what's the best sector, or what's the best market to trade in, or how I pick a stock, or how I know when to get in, or how do I know when to get out. All great questions, but they're not getting the information to understand how to do that, and so by not making a decision to get the right education, they're guaranteeing failure. So making decision actually moves you in a direction, you know, and not making decision doesn't move you, or still moves you in a direction, but it's not the right direction. If that makes sense, you know it really does. Not making a decision is the same as making a decision. Um, so if you really do want to be a trader and you want to be a really good trader, I'd suggest you learn how to make decisions and. and The first one is is to get all the information so that you can be the best trader that you decide to be. Um, So put that down and work out what are the benefits of being a trader. You know, imagine what life would be like if you were trading successful and you didn't need to rely on anybody else for your income. Think about that for a moment. Um, I'll come and talk to you about it on the next week on another podcast. I'll do a part two for this. So. Um, it's a really interesting topic, how people make decisions, as I said. So, And there's a lot more depth around all this. But I'll have a chat with you about that next week. And I'll talk a little bit about um, core beliefs and values and how they affect your decision making. Anyway, you've been listening to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Good luck, take care, and uh, good trading. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation.